It's good to be in this gathering of liberated beings who all recognize who and what you are. By the way, the music that we played just now was a piece by Dave Brubeck, one of the great jazz masters of the century, who died yesterday at age 91. And I think he expressed the artistry of jazz very well. And I believe that that idiom captures the pathos of impermanence in a very beautiful way at its best. And impermanence is the rule of the phenomenal plane. Everything comes and goes. Nothing is permanent. And by accepting that and not resisting and fighting it, we can be at peace. And discover the one aspect of reality that is not impermanent which is the awareness that is aware of the impermanence. And that's what we happen to be. And if we accept that, that we are simply awareness, not awareness that is identified with any impermanent thing like a physical body or even a mind or a personality or any objective identification at all we are free of suffering it's only when we identify with something impermanent that we start to fear that we will lose our being our existence but that fear is purely based on an illusion. And all of our desires are simply the compensation for that fear. You want to hold on to something that will help you maintain the illusion of this existence, which isn't real. And the despair at realizing that it is ultimately hopeless to try to hold on to anything at all. And when finally one gives that up and the ignorance upon which that is based, the illusion that one is a physical being instead of pure consciousness, then one lets go and enters into the realization of liberation, which was always there. Not something attained because it's not something that can be lost. It was just forgotten in our forgetting of who we are. And now again it's our time to remember and therefore to achieve peace and happiness. Because what we are can never be lost. And because of that, there's no real need even to meditate. 
because what you are is already the result of meditation. You only meditate to realize that you are pure awareness. But what can pure awareness meditate on? Because there is nothing but awareness. Because whatever appears in your awareness is part of your awareness. And so whatever you focus on, you're still focusing on your awareness. So you've never been non-liberated. You've never been anything but the knowledge that is the awareness itself. This is the meaning of sat, and why we call this sat yoga. Sat means being, but what is our being except presence? We have no other being. And presence is, by its very nature, peaceful and impersonal. The mind may be personal. Thoughts that appear to our presence may give the illusion <coughs> that we are a bodily being because the discourse of the thoughts assume that. But as soon as you become aware that the thoughts are objects in your awareness and they are not you, you are not thinking, the thoughts are appearing to you, if you believe them, then they will think you into an illusion of existence. But when you disidentify from the thought stream, what are you? You're not an object, you're not a form, you're not a concept. What are you? Are you anything at all? Because what is presence really except absence? That's its nature. You are absence as, absent as anything. And therefore you are absence. You are beyond the field of sense. Nothing really makes sense. And you are beyond the need to make sense of anything, to figure out reasons and add one concept to another and build structures, theories. All of that tends to happen because the mind has a capacity for symbolic intelligence, but you are not the mind. So you can watch the construction and the deconstruction of all of these edifices of mind, but they come and go, they're impermanent. You believe the structure one day, you tear it down the next, and you build another one, like a Lego set. You build a new world for yourself every day or every week. This week I'm a Christian, this week I'm a Buddhist, this week I'll build an atheist castle and hide in that, you know? Everyone builds their different castles in the air of the mind. None are real, but who is the one who watches this building? It's nothing that can be either constructed or deconstructed. Even time is only a concept that appears in your awareness. Or space, dimensions, life, death. They're just words. And so the awareness, if you really focus on it, has no personality to it. 
It has no individuality. It is not different from anything else because there is nothing else and it is not a thing. There is simply presence that goes on. And yet, even the going on is an illusion because it's only present because it is present. There's no past, there's no future. Those are concepts. Presence is eternity. So you're not an eternal person, but you are eternity itself. And so, ultimately, whenever you say, I am this, whether it's eternity or presence or whatever, the I only is that. It dissolves into it. It is not that there is an I and there is presence. There is only presence. This is the meaning of non-duality. There really is no I. And no you, and no he, or she, or it. There is just is, isness, sat, being. And whatever you see, whoever you meet, is the same presence. How could there be anything different? If they were different, we couldn't meet. We meet because we are all the one presence. And so there's nothing to be gained by meditating or by doing anything else. And there's nothing to be lost. No matter what we do. Except losing our realization of what we are. And so all we are meditating for is to remember that there is no one there to meditate. If you think you are a someone, then you need to meditate to realize there is no one there to meditate. And that's easily accomplished. (coughs) Just silence the mind and the illusion that there is someone there will fall away very quickly. But we tend to hold on to the mind, which in turn is holding on to some concept or self-image, because we're afraid of not being anything. We're afraid of losing something to hold on to. And yet, the losing something to hold on to is the definition of bliss. So we're afraid of the very thing that will eliminate all fear forever. The very realization that liberates us is the thing we are terrified of the most. Because that illusion of an I, when it lets go of that illusion and becomes the freedom that it thinks it's seeking, that I realizes at that moment it must die because it never was. But because it never was, can it really die? And so in this very moment, because this is the only moment there is, you are already the liberation that you might ever have been seeking. This is not a process that takes time. Time is the ego's trick 
to maintain its illusion of existence. In India, there's this saying that the ego mind is the consciousness that mistakes a rope for a snake and then is fearful. It's a poisonous snake in front of me. I can't go ahead. I have to stop and go back. And the sages would say, wait, it's not a snake. Look more carefully. It's just a rope. Now, in the old days, that used to be enough. People would realize that and they'd become enlightened. But not the postmodern ego, no. The postmodern ego will say back to the guru, you know it's a rope, I know it's a rope, but what if the rope doesn't know it's a rope? (laughs) What if it thinks it's still a snake and bites me? And because of that, tenacious holding on to the delusion that there is something to fear and something to lose, We don't move forward on the path to the realization of the fullness of the God consciousness that we are, the Buddha mind that we are, the divine light and love that we are. So tonight, let's not worry about what the rope thinks. The rope has no venom. Don't be afraid of the emptiness. The emptiness that is the letting go of the ego mind and its chatter is itself the fullness of the divine presence. If you will let go of it without fear and without looking back and without saying, oh, mama, wait. (laughs) It's usually mama that you're holding on to. That's the real snake. If you let go of that, you'll realize bliss instantaneously. So let's be what we really are tonight. And once you know it, you are it forever, because we dwell in forever. This is the land of forever. And so we are free forever. Give yourself that gift. And then you'll have many other gifts to share when it comes Christmas time. If we reach Christmas time, the world is supposed to end before Christmas. So don't do your shopping too early. You could save money. It may not be necessary. Whether the world ends or not, the self is eternal. Since the world is an illusion anyway, who cares? Let's meditate.